So this new format's going to be interesting. Yes. We're going to give it a little test. Mm-hmm. Let us know how annoying that sound of the projector is. If it's very annoying, we'll figure something out about mm-hmm. it. But, you know, we're going to... Mufflers. Gonna, mufflers something. We got Spider-Man tickets. You got Spider-Man tickets for us. Yes. Ten tickets all in a row. Not all heroes wear capes. It's at 11 o'clock, though. That's fine. Fuck you. <laughs> Not at our normal theater, either. Hey, hey. I got him, okay? I got him. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Dalton Britta. I'm Nick Arikia. And we are the Movie Nights. Some of them. And if you're watching the Movie Nights Roundtable, it's because you want to hear our uncensored... Unfiltered. Thoughts and opinions about the world of movies and entertainment news, so kick back. Relax. And thank you for being part of the conversation. I have a shark... Shark koozie. Hashtag shark koozie in the comments. Yeah, fuck it. Go for it. <laughs> hmm, why not? Anyway, uh, we have tons of... Well, not tons. We we have uh, some stories. Yeah, some, some stories. Some stories. Some, some stories. happened, yeah. Mm, yeah, maybe some rumors. You know, but it's uh, it's really all... It, we try our best here, you know? Sometimes it's all... Sometimes it's all you can ask for. Ooh, sorry, that one snuck up on me. It's all right. So, Sometimes that's all you can ask for. Yeah. So this one uh, is actually from the New York Times. Can you believe we're pulling a story we're from the New York, New York Times? Ta- look at us. I know. But it's something that needed to be brought up. Mm-hmm. Legendary director of the Studio Ghibli anime films... Hayao Miyazaki, which I said the first name wrong, and everyone in the comments is coming for me. I think it's just Hayao. Hayao? Hayao Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Yes, Miyazaki. Yes. Legendary filmmaker Mm -hmm. at 80 years old is coming out of retirement to make one more Studio Ghibli film. Those are very good ones. (laughs) Those are fucking good, Those are good movies. Those are good movies, and I'm not a big anime fan. Yeah, no, they're fantastic movies. Uh, New York Times had the nice uh, scoop on that, and it was really, really interesting to see. And it it wasn't something that um, was expected. Like, there was no real announcement or anything like that in regards to him coming back. He's like, I got a good idea. Let me do it. They were like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do it. It's exactly what happened. Did they give any info on it? uh, Not really. It -hmm. just says that he's going to come back and do it again. All right. And, you know, I'm I am fucking down for that. And you might be thinking, Dalton, you didn't do the box office first. That's because I forgot. I'll do it at the end. So just I was just <laughs> stick thinking around. that. I was going to let you run through this whole thing and then end yeah. and go, like, are you going to do the box office now? Yeah. So uh, you're going to see a headline that says, The Wheel of Time makes strong debut as an- Amazon Prime doubles down on genre with Mass Effect. It ki- it kind of just downplays the fact that Amazon is making a Mass Effect TV show, <laughs> and that's what Off I wanted. The video game, yeah, and that's what I wanted to get into here. So anyway, it it really does downplay the fact that they're making a Mass Effect TV show. This is what Deadline had to say: Mass Effect, one of the company's newest hopefuls in the arena, is Mass Effect. Amazon Studios is entering a deal to develop a series based on the sci-fi video game franchise from Electronic Arts. And it just kind of buries that in this other article about, like, oh, the Wheel of Time and yeah. Lord of the Rings stuff. But it, like, yo, they're making a Mass Effect TV show. That's insane. Yeah, it's a weird, uh, just kind of felt like burying that. Yeah, and, and it, it's something that 
not that wasn't expected, mm-hmm. and it's something that people have been championing and wanting for a really, really long time. Yeah. So just seeing that, I was like, wait, 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 that aren't, what? That what? Mass Effect is happening? Yeah. And like, I've never really played the games a whole lot, but it's a hugely popular series. We're seeing a lot of gaming adaptation, adaptations come with mm-hmm. Halo coming to Paramount Plus, Last of Us going to HBO. Now Amazon taking Mass Effect. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal's coming out as coming well. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah so no, what, are, what are your thoughts on Mass Effect being developed by Amazon? And do you think this could be the right move for the studio? I mean, I think that... I've never played it. Uh-huh. But I know of it. Yeah. And how big it is. And there's a lot of sci-fi story to tell within that. And I think that Amazon has been taking the time to put a lot of effort into their TV shows with how much money they spent on Lord of the Rings and going into, like, The Boys is Emmy winning. And it's on, what, season three or four at this point? Yeah, something like that. That that Wheel of Time is having a strong debut so far. So Mm -hmm. I think that they're heading in the right direction with their original programming. So it makes sense that they got a big property to try to draw more people to it. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. What do you guys think about Mass Effect happening at Amazon Studios? And I didn't—I forgot to do this for the camera for the first one. Retired here. What did you think about um, the st- famous Studio Ghibli director coming back to make another film? Let us know down in the comments below. Moving on to our next story. This is one that you actually sent me today. Yes. Uh, I'm so excited about this. Yes. According to the Hollywood Reporter, uh, there will be a new Magic Mike film, and Stephen. Soderbergh is coming back to direct. I am so so excited, and, and I believe I believe it'll be an HBO Max exclusive. Yes, that's what I read. Yeah, this is Magic Mike's Last Dance. Yes, this will be so exciting. So um, basically, it got it happened because Shannon Tatum just posted the front page of the script on his Instagram, which you can see right here, and it, this is nothing but fucking exciting. Uh, here's a little snippet from the article that kind of explains what's going on. Magic Mike 3 will be premiering exclusively on HBO Max, and we will see Tatum return as a male stripper Mike Lane, a character that was loosely based on Tatum's own experience as a stripper in Florida. Plot details are not yet known for Last Dance, but the movie is expected to wrap up the Magic Mike story. The full title of the film is Magic Mike's Last Dance. I mean, I loved the first two. They're good. They're good movies, dude. And, and they had no right to be. Yeah, like, and in one of my cinematography classes, he used Magic Mike two to show us like cinematography. Really? Yeah. They're beautiful looking movies. They're, yeah, they're fun. They're good movie. <laughs> it's shocking. If, look, if you were put off by the fact like, oh, it's a male stripper, there you'll enjoy them, especially it's, the it's first really one. Funny. The first one's it's fun. Really fine. Yeah, I. I like the concept because the name Magic Mike's Last Dance just makes me think like they went in, they said, all right, listen, Logan, but Magic Mike. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. And I I hope it's like a really like, I hope it's good. That would be fantastic, actually. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm happy Soderbergh's coming back for it. He's a good director. Yeah. So I think he knows that world already. Yeah. And Channing Tatum disappeared for a while, but he's been popping up again. So I yeah, dude, I love seeing him in Free Guy. Yeah, that was, that was Free a nice Guy. Surprise. He was really good. Do you see that trailer for that new movie he's in with the dog? Yes, I think it's just called Dog. Dog. Yeah, it looks kind of like it looks fine. It looks like cute. it's gonna be just an yeah. average movie. But like, I'm happy Channing. I I I always liked Channing Tatum, so yeah. I'm not like uh, you know, 
he disappeared for a bit, but I'm glad he's he's yeah. coming back. So I'm I'm personally really excited about this. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think about Magic Mike three happening at HBO Max? Let us know in the comments below. And I'm actually going to do the box office before I get into this last story because this last one's going to take some fucking time. <laughs> uh, as the thumbnail probably suggested. All right, Nicholas, we are going to dive into the box office, which is my favorite fucking part about doing all of this. <laughs> that you forgot. That I did forget. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, brain hurts work long today. Uh, yes. Just finished new script, brain melt podcast. <laughs> Very tired. Yes. Uh, but anyway, we're going to look at the top five of the box office here. Coming in at number one was Encanto, making $27.2 million in its opening weekend. Coming in at number two was Ghostbusters Afterlife, only dropping 45% from week drop. one to week two. That's a really a good, drop, good drop, making another $24 million. That is just proves Sony's theater-only strategy has been fucking working. Number three was House of Gucci, making $14 million in its opening weekend, significantly more than The Last Duel. Ridley Scott's got to be a little happy about that. <laughs> Coming in at number four oh, was... 10 million more is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I accidentally hit something. Coming in at number four was The Eternals, oh, wow. making uh, $7.9 million, only dropping 28% from week three to week four. Coming in at number five was Resident Evil... Uh, Welcome to whatever the title is, <laughs> coming in at $5 million in its opening weekend. They probably wish that did better. Let me see if they got the budget listed here. I'm curious. Production budget's $25 million. Oh, this isn't bad. Made 13 worldwide already. Nah, Sony's chilling. <laughs> they didn't really market it that much, too. They so didn't. I imagine they'll probably get they'll probably get close to what yeah. they, oh, they when's, need. When does Licorice Pizza open here? I want to see that shit. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's King, the King Richard's doing solid. Yeah, yeah. Are there any movies you want to see what their total numbers are at the moment? Uh, is Venom two still the highest thus far? Uh, no. Well, domestically, it's Shang Chi. Yeah. Number two is Venom two. Ah, uh, okay. Um, for here, let's look how much Ghostbusters has made worldwide. Wait, does that say Clifford made forty three million? No, hold on. Let me let me see. All right, so Ghostbusters on a budget of seventy-five million mm -hmm. has made one hundred and fifteen worldwide so far. They're at one point five. You need to get to two point five to start making money, so that's pretty good for, for Ghostbusters. I think they'll reach that threshold, no problem. Uh, you said you want to look at Clifford. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Clifford's got a forty-three million next to it. Five million. Total gross, 43 domestic. Let's see how much it's made worldwide. Oh, it hasn't opened worldwide. So, yes, Clifford's made $43 million. Doesn't have the production budget listed. I can probably find it on Google. You want me to do it? That's a lot number. Clifford. That's more than King Richard has. It's more than production. House of Gucci has. That's budget. It's Four a kid's movie. $43 million for All right, Clifford. so according to Google, so take it with a grain of salt. Well, whatever Google's pulling this from, actually, I should say. 64 million. It's made 43. Mm. Somebody dumped $64 million into a Clifford movie. You're goddamn right they did. But yeah, that's uh, that's the box office for the uh, mm -hmm. holiday week. Now, I'm pretty sure that this just counts what it did on the weekend. I don't think it... Because a lot of these are Tuesday opens. Yeah. So, for example, let me look at the total for Encanto. 
Uh, its domestic total is actually 40. Worldwide, 65. That's pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't have the budget, but it's animated and probably, it's probably in the hundreds or close. Mm-hmm. Uh, going with House of Gucci. It's made 34 worldwide. All right, I got to know the House of Gucci budget because there's a lot of stars in that movie. Uh, it's got to be all just the stars' paychecks, right? Probably. Come on. Five, 75, according to Variety. A little, all right. little less than uh, Last Duel. little less, and it's made 34. Eh, so, I mean, even if it still bombs, it's not nearly as bad of a bomb as fucking Last Duel was. But that's not that's not to speak to the quality of the movie. Oh no, no, and I and I haven't I haven't just, seen yeah. House of Gucci yet, but yeah. I don't think box office ever should really speak to a quality of a yeah, movie. Because there are yeah. some shit movies that make a lot, and there are some great movies that don't make shit. Yeah. Marketing, something that I've always discussed when discussing like money with somebody is how much movie a money makes opening weekend mm-hmm. is a testament to how well the movie is marketed. Yeah. What it drops is a testament to how good the movie is. Or how much money it makes post opening weekend, yeah, is determined by how good the movie is, because that's just word of mouth people figuring it out. Because anyone who goes in the opening weekend where they make a majority of their money went because of the marketing. Yeah, you know what I mean. No one's gonna get go a movie on the fourth week going. So, I really like the trailer. Ghostbusters forty five is pretty solid. That's pretty solid. That means audiences are really enjoying yeah. that film, which I did. Yeah. Yeah. Only cried a few times. It's fine. Just a couple. So that's the box office for you guys. What do you think about it? Let us know in the comments below. And now we're going to move on to our last story, which kind of also leads into a bunch of theories that we have. Um, this one comes to us from an interview that Amy Pascal did with Fandango promoting the release of the tickets for Spider-Man No Way Home. And uh, I kind of want to dive into this one a little bit. We love an Amy Pascal interview. We love an Amy Pascal interview. So in this interview, um, the person doing the interview, I believe it was Eric Davis... He is kind of talking to her, just talking about the movie, mm-hmm. and then he's kind of getting to the fact of like trying to say like, oh, this is probably the last time Marvel and Sony will collaborate because that's yeah. been something that's been hinted at for a very long time. Well, let me let me let me show you this little bit right here, Fandango. You know, as you wrap up the trilogy of films in collaboration with Marvel Studios, Amy then says, "Can I say something about that?" Fandango, sure. Amy Pascal. This is not the last movie that we're going to make with Marvel. This is not the last Spider-Man movie. We are getting ready to make the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. It just isn't part of... We're thinking of this as three films, and now we're going to go on to the next three. This is not the last of our MCU movies. What does that mean? She caught herself. Did you see that? This just isn't part of... This just isn't part of the MCU. MCU. This just isn't part of the Sony universe. This just isn't part of the original plan. Like what, what was she going to say? Ah, damn it. I'm sure Feige had like a sniper on her. I mean, the fact that she already said that they're making another Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. Yeah. But the funny thing is Hollywood reporter then covered the story right after this. Yeah. And, uh, they wanted to comment saying Sony insiders note that the studio has a strong relationship with Holland and Feige and hopes to continue their collaboration. God, my computer keeps jumping around. There are no official plans for a trilogy at this phase. Oh. So maybe she got excited, spoke ahead, or she's just trying to preach something into existence. Either way, I'm fucking down. Give me more Tom Holland. Give me three more Spider-Man movies. Absolutely. 
And hopefully I mean, in hasn't the MCU. He, hasn't he always said he wants to play Spider-Man until he dies? Basically, yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck not? I Do think it. that would be rad. Go for it. God, I want more Amy. How have we not gotten an Amy Pascal, Kevin Feige co-interview yet? I know. It's for because, no way it's home. because of the last time they did it. I know. And it's great. I want another. Yes, I agree. But with that being said, and those comments, first of all, what do you guys think those comments mean? I want to throw it to you, kind of tinfoil hat here. What do those comments mean, Nicholas? What's going on with Spider-Man? I think that that means that there are definitely negotiations currently happening. Because I know Tom Holland has been kind of saying... Publicly negotiating. Publicly negotiating. And I feel like this is Amy Pascal's public negotiation rebuttal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I think there's a lot behind the scenes. I think that we will get an announcement soon uh-huh. officially. Cause I know with the last one, like when far from home, like they're, they're pretty good at about announcing sequels. So I feel yeah. like close to no way homes release. They'll be like, Hey, true. Like, I don't think we're going to sit. Or in, I don't think we're going to sit in limbo long. Maybe they do the classic Marvel thing after the credits. Just Spider-Man will return. Exactly. Just yeah. eventually at some point. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean Peter Parker. Yeah. True. True. I that he could be sucked up into the Sony universe. See, that's what I'm predicting. And maybe Tom Holland's like, I don't need part of the Sony universe. Well, I think because this goes back all the way to a comic Kevin Feige made a long time ago, back when the deal got saved. Yeah. Kevin Feige said, you know, the thing about Spider-Man, he's one of the only heroes that has the power to travel between cinematic universes. Yeah. I'm thinking part of the deal is that Spider-Man is basically just going to be available to the MCU when mm-hmm. they need him. And they have like a, that Doctor Strange element to where if Marvel's like, hey, can we use Spider-Man in this movie? So he's like, money, money, money. Sure. And then... Peter Parker, we need your help. Yeah. I literally think the future of Spider-Man is just that. <laughs> like it's He's, he's going to be in the Sony-verse. That's where he's going to stay after No Way Home. That's my prediction. That's his home. He lives there. But every now and then, they'll bring him in. Mm. and they'll just make deals accordingly in the future. Makes sense. I think so. Yeah. And I think Marvel is going to produce the Sony Universe films. At least one of them. Gotcha. At least one of them. Maybe not all of them. Because they produce these ones. Yes. Is that the the deal? Yes. So we'll get good Spider-Man I think if Tom Holland is in the movie, they will produce it. Gotcha. That's what I'm predicting. Which means they'll have some creative input. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, kind of. But they'll also get a piece of the pie, I think. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm not concerned about the piece of the pie. (laughs) I'm concerned of Tom Holland tonally fitting into what they've developed and making that good. Because, like, the thing is, my whole thing is, if everything everything people are saying about No Way Home is true, how do you just go back to a normal Spider-Man movie? I you think know, by he, putting him in the Sony-verse. That, that's what I mean. But then we just get, like, Spider-Man versus Venom, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But it's like there's other Spider-Man. There's, there, there's all that. Like, it's like, how do you just go back to, oh, there's a villain I need to stop. Hmm. Any way you want. Just by doing it. Just by doing it. And saying, deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Not that it, it's entirely fair. Uh, I think it'd be cool because then you can have the introduction, too, because now... Well, I guess Marvel technically never introduced a bunch of characters, but, like, you could have part of the thing is, like, you know, he's realizes Spider-Man dies, or he 
all these villains die because of Spider-Man. So yeah. then in the Sony verse, he's seeking them out, but in turn makes them the villains. Yeah, maybe. Which, I mean, it's easy enough. If you drop him in college, you make Liz, Kirk Connors a professor. Mm-hmm. Hell, you can make Otto Octavius a professor if you want to. Introduce Harry into the school. That gets you to Norman. Yeah. True. That'd be cool. I think there's a few different... That's probably why they put Vulture over there, because they need him, too. Yeah. I don't doubt it. So, there's a way where it works, but I I feel like it's going to be a a change that you're going to be like, all right, I'll give them a movie. I'm going to go see them all. Yeah. But I'm (laughs) like, you know, you're like, all right, let's see how they do. Yeah. They're going to have to sell the audience. They're going to be like, yeah, we got it. Don't. I know he's not in the MCU, but relax. Trust for a minute. Yeah, but I think it gives cool creative license to Kevin Feige to where if they want to build up to a story with Spider-Man, they can be like, hey, Sony. Yeah. And then, whoop, mm-hmm. let's put him right in. But yeah, but basically, I think that's how they're going to handle the whole situation going forward. What do you guys think? Or do you think maybe she's saying it, Spider-Man's staying in the MCU and going nowhere near that Sony shit? Let us know down in the comments below. Nicholas, did you have a rumor you wanted to give with us today? I do. Nothing. It's not nothing. It's pretty interesting, I thought. Um, basically, the rumor of the roundtable this week. Again, rumors, not credited sources. Rumors, just rumors, rumors, rumors. Rumors. We need to start playing that Fleetwood Mac. I'm just kidding. Don't, because I hate Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Controversial opinion. Attack <laughs> me in the comments. Let's go. Um it's saying that Jason Momoa will be Aquaman in Wonder Woman 3. Oh, where's this rumor come from? Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I saw it. I think it was the hashtag show, maybe? Okay. Um, yeah, they, they were reporting that Jason Momoa has signed on to be Aquaman in Wonder Woman 3, and that they are just going to not have Steve Trevor in it at all. Really? That, well, the, the Steve Trevor thing yeah. makes sense. Yep. Um, Even though, uh, anyway, go go ahead. Oh uh, no, just that it did not speak to the capacity of Aquaman's role, whether that's just a cameo or whether he's like a co lead or mm-hmm. or what. I'm curious what kind of story they do that would tie that in together. Yeah, I same. I have in no way, shape, or form of knowing if this is true. But like, if it's true, all right. Like, I'm uh, not gonna g- give me more Jason. Momoa. I'll yeah. watch Jason Momoa all day. You exactly, kidding? exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, I I would really like that if yeah, that right. came to yeah. be. Um, my thing I was gonna say with Steve Trevor is, well, for story purposes, there's no fucking way you can bring Steve Trevor back again. No. The reason why I'm glad they did it in Wonder Woman '84, which is a very mixed bag of a movie, but the thing that it's works, just bad. <laughs> but the thing that works. It's not great, is it? No. <laughs> the thing that works with that movie and in the first movie, especially the first movie, is Steve Trevor and Gal Gadot. I hate how they did it, Chris though. Chris Capine. I hate how they did it, too. But their Very... dynamic together. They're good together, yes. If, if he was not in 84, I would have liked it less. I also didn't like how they did it. Yeah. But. Yeah, you got to fit him in somehow. Yeah. But I, I think that Patty Jenkins knows 84 mm-hmm. didn't go great. Yeah, I think Warner Brothers knows, and I think that they're going to build on what were the good things that were in that movie, mm-hmm. make them more in the third movie, and the great things about the first Wonder Woman, do that, avoid the mistakes. I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 3, and if Aquaman's in it, oh, fuck yeah, dude, let's go. Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I hope that rumor's true. I Give me more Jason Momoa and everything. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's all we want. I've been preaching that <laughs> since day one. That's all we want, dude. Easy. Easy. Well... 
That's going to be it for us today at the Movie Nights Roundtable. Sorry that uh, we're out of it today, but don't worry. We're going to mess with our setup here and see how we, we can, can make it work. How yeah. do we make it work? Might get Kyler in here to help us out. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you next time.